So let's get into it for the body acceptance episode. Um, the five things that I've done that have been really impactful for me that I'm excited to share with you because I believe that, you know, applying one, two, three, four, five of them will be really helpful for you as well. And when we're talking about body acceptance, I just want to lay the foundation that, you know, body acceptance is really the acceptance, the appreciation, and the respect of your body. And with my episode, I, I specifically chose to say body acceptance over body positivity because I don't ever want to be attached to any movement that I feel like is a movement that exists outside of my own identity. And although I am, I think it's an amazing movement and I think the women in it and the men in it uh, that are, you know, and they in it are so incredible. I didn't really want to be in that sort of conversation because for me, it's really been about true acceptance of my body um, that has felt the best. So body acceptance, again, is the acceptance, the appreciation, the respect of your body. And for me, that feels better over anything, over any sort of um, conversation outside of the inner dialogue that I have that needs to be had that could be warped within the body positivity community. I hope that's clear. I also, too, just as a thing, I didn't want to be, I just want to be me. You know, I think that's, you guys always just, you know, we're always trying to be more of ourselves. And I don't ever want to have labels on me that prevent me from being anything but that label. So that's my, that's my rant on that. But let's get into this. So the first thing for body acceptance that I believe is really important and um, one of my favorites of the tips is being radically honest with yourself. Being radically honest with yourself. And for me, this was one of these things was related to um, my clothes, you know, my clothing sizes. And I did this when I did the life edit, which was another solo episode that I did, which talks about the ways in which I edited my life over, you know, a few months to really just allow more space and abundance. But within that was being really honest about my clothes and the sizes that my clothes were, the sizes that lived in my closet and the sizes that I actually, or the size that I actually was. So for so long, um, I was a certain size. And, you know, when I moved to Los Angeles, I was my smallest weight I'd ever been. And I grew to, it sounds weird to say grew. It's like, I'm like a young hippo or like a chia pet, but I, I grew, I guess I, I expanded. Um, I evolved to be the biggest size that I've ever been, which is totally fine. But, um, So within that, you know, if I have in my closet all of these clothes that are a certain size that represent me from four years ago, that represent me from college, that represent me from a time that I'm not living in, then being really honest with myself, like, am I ever going to wear these? Am I ever going to fit in these again? Are these ever going to be clothes that I actually wear? And instead of having that stress of the, the residue that you have internally when you walk to your closet and you see that dress, that BCPG, beautiful dress that you wore to the bar in college that you loved, that you know is four sizes too small, two sizes too small, however many sizes too small. You may look at that and think, oh, that's a beautiful dress. I love how tight it is and I love the sequence. I would love to wear it with pumps. (laughs) Oh man, those ridiculous dresses we wore. 
but you look at the dress and then, you know, for a second, if you have body um, image issues, you might think, oh, wow, that's a, I could never wear that dress. That would never fit me. I know it's too small. I would look fat in that dress, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So by being really honest with myself through the life edit, I was able to remove and donate all the clothes in my closet that were not the size that I was. And this not only made space in my closet, but it made space in my brain and really just allowed me to only have clothes at my clothes. It's not at an option. It's like it would only allow me to have clothes as options that were going to be clothing that fit and flattered me. And so that's the other part of this. So the fit is really important. It's just being honest. And it's really like also remembering numbers are freaking crazy on clothes. I have... I have a range of four sizes on a on a good day with all my clothes. There's vanity sizing involved. There's different brands do different sizing. So it's like almost laughing at the size and numbers because it's almost so ridiculous that sometimes I'm an XL, sometimes I'm a small. It's like they don't ever really make sense. So it's really just finding what's best for you, knowing that brands do vanity sizing and brands do strategic sizing for certain sales related reasons. So by getting rid of all the clothes or donating all the clothes that do not fit and haven't fit for a few years, you're going to make space in your closet and in your, in your brain where you're not going to be comparing yourself to sizes that were, you know, may not fit you anymore. And in addition to that, it is adding in things in your closet to make you feel better in your body. So things that fit you, maybe it's your size, maybe it's a size up so it feels a little loose, it feels good, or that also flatter you. So figuring out what your body type is and what your body shape is and what clothes are going to accentuate the best parts of that body. So for me, it's like I didn't really know how to dress my body probably ever because it's like you grow up and you're like, okay, I'm, I have this body and then you get older and you're like, okay, now I have like boobs. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm like – What's going on here? So really figuring out, maybe by looking at celebrities that have a similar body type to you, say it's pear-shaped, who has a beautiful pear shape that you can look at, how are their stylists styling them to make them feel good in their body? For me, it's more of hourglass shape, maybe just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, probably hourglass. But whatever my shape is, it's like, who is someone that I feel like has a body that may be similar to me that I can look for the ways in which that they're dressing themselves to look flattering? Or there's tons of websites that have um, information on finding clothes that fit your figure. But by dressing for your size and by dressing for your shape and body, you will feel so much better in your body. And you'll really give yourself the opportunity to, um, to just feel good. And, you know, I know I'm starting this out with a very like surface level part of this whole conversation but I think it's important to start there and then move deeper because the deeper things take a little bit longer and something like this could take a weekend to donate and get rid of clothes and then you know maybe a week to spend a little bit of money um, or rent clothes or go to a vintage shop to find clothes that really fit you and this really sets you up to feel really good in your body to do more things because you know momentum is key here when you are working with body acceptance um and I think I'm going to say something, I'm going to start out with something a little controversial. And again, this is truly my perspective and my opinion. So if you hear this and you're like, oh, hell no, then that's a hell no, girl. This is a hell no for you. Do not follow this. But for me, 
the scale. I weigh myself maybe once a week, um, a few times a month. And what I come to what I came to realize about the scale and weighing myself on the scale was that in my avoidance, it's not like my number changed by me avoiding it. So say I to say I weighed 200 pounds. So if I didn't weigh myself, my not knowing of the 200 pounds wouldn't change how much I weighed. It's me avoiding the actual number. And to me, that felt like unacceptance. So by me weighing myself on the scale and at times seeing a number that I never thought I would be at, I had to force myself to do the work to accept myself as I was on that scale, looking at that number. And previously when I went through a period of like never weighing myself, I think I went a year, totally fine, respect, respect it for what it is. I don't think I saw as much of my acceptance come through as when I actually started to weigh myself and and went there. It was like I went there. I went there by seeing, having the moment of, oh my God, that number is higher than a number that I've I would feel comfortable with and then going through the process of like, but I'm still okay. I'm still healthy. I'm still here. I still appreciate my body. I still accept my body no matter what that number says. So at times I think for some people, you know, the scale can be super triggering. It can kind of throw you in a sp- into a spiral. But for me, it was really being radically honest about no matter what this number says, and I'm getting to continue to come back to it to remind myself that no matter what this number says, I will continue to love myself and I will continue to accept and appreciate myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.